Good morning. Um, getting ready to do the third episode, and I appreciate all those that have listened and have been a part of it. And and I welcome all um, critiques and criticisms and suggestions. And if you know I need to do something different, or you'd like to hear something, let me know. I'm open to it uh, to see. Just what I can do. All I want to do is is share the word. So uh, before we get started, let me pray and we'll get moving. Father God, we thank you, Lord. We thank you for this day. We thank you for the opportunity to get into your word, Father, and to to find little nuggets of of truth and understanding, Lord. And we ask that during this short period of time that you allow us to truly seek out uh, what you have for us and where you want to take us, Lord. And, And we just ask that you guide us and lead us, Father. Father, and I pray for each one that's listening, Father, and just ask that you touch them, guide them, show them, Father, your will and your way. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. All right, so we're going to do a little different. We had been in Philippians so today, but today I want to jump back to the Old Testament and put a little nugget out of there. Um, it's going to be in Jeremiah 29, and, and it's a well-known verse and that we're going to focus on. But a little background on this is Jeremiah is writing a letter to the exiles. Um, and, and you get down into verse 10, and it says this, For this is what the Lord says, When seventy years for Babylon are complete, I will attend to you, and will confirm my promise concerning you, to restore you to this place. And this is our focus verse for, for the little nugget we're going to have today. And um, It's verse 11. Jeremiah 29, 11 says, For I know the plans I have for you. This is the Lord's declaration. Plans for your well-being, not for disaster, to give you a future and a hope. Now let's look at verse 12 just to get a little context. You will call to me and come and pray to me, and I will listen to you. You will seek me and find me when you search for me with all of your heart. I will be found by you. This is the Lord's declaration, and I will restore your fortunes and gather you from all the nations, places where I banish you. This is the Lord's declaration. I will restore you to the place from which I deported you. You know, back up to verse 11, where we're going to stay. And I've really been thinking about this verse here lately. And it's one of my favorite verses to quote and to to bring into um, discussions. And it's really my go-to verse. And it's because I hold on to the fact that the Lord is not going to put us out there to destroy us. Um, he is not going to put us out there to really just um, take away from us. You know, he, talking to the exiles here, Jeremiah was, and he said, when 70 years are up, the Lord is going to come and do what he had promised. And, you know, we don't we don't quite have that promise of this many years or that many years, but we do have the promise that even though we're going through some rough times, um, the Lord's going to come back and restore us. He's going to come back and guide us. He's going to come back and hold on to us and 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 care for us because it says that he's going to come back to that promise. And scripture says in, in the Great Commission in, in the book of Matthew that, uh, lo, I am with you always, even to the end of the earth. So every day, all days, he's going to be there. If you break that word down, it, it's translated into always. It's all days. So all days he's going to be there. And, you know, it really sometimes, I know it's hard to believe that and it's hard to hold on to it. 
and it's really hard to understand it when you're going through the the muck and the mire of a of a hard day and you know to share just a little story um that this verse has really played into this weekend and and in our lives and in mine and my family's life you know a little over a year ago my daughter had um hip surgery she tore her her hip labrum while playing basketball travel basketball and we've always had these big dreams for her she she works hard and and a lot of people would would say it's arrogance but it's really not we 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 wanted her to to play at the highest level uh, with basketball and um, she'd been on the phone with three or four d1 schools uh, before she hurt her hip and and a couple of nai and a couple of juco and um when she hurt her hip the only thing that went through my mind was oh no what are we going to do now what 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 what's going to happen we we want to make sure that she is healthy but man her and i'm gonna put that in air quotes her hopes and dreams ride on being healthy and and ride on um her being able to play basketball and her able to to perform at the highest level you know that was one of the first things that uh, I know that I said to the the doctor that was doing the the surgery was when will she be back to to normal when will she be back to where she can she can do the things that uh, she could do before and and he assured me that it would be soon and it would be but it was going to be a long process and we had talked to several people who had tore their hip labrum and um there were there were some kids that literally had not come back within a year uh, some we talked to one girl that said she'd been out hadn't played in two years and you know that was just scaring me with uh, my daughter being a, a sophomore and and really just and again I'll say her hopes her dreams of playing basketball and I'll put that in air quotes um, because I'm not sure it was hers or mine or or whose but there there was that dream of of playing and that's that's what we had talked about her whole life was playing basketball at the next level and uh, make a long story short um, she wanted to she wanted to get back and play her her sophomore year she didn't want to miss um, she'd missed volleyball season and the volleyball team at our high school had won state championship and she just felt um, like she was she was broken down by it because she cried most of the way home from the state championship game because she felt like she hadn't done anything and and she didn't know why um, why it was going like this why the Lord had done or allowed this to happen to her um, so she was really struggling with it and and, and so was I I'm not gonna blame it solely on my my 16 year old I really didn't understand why and um, now back to my long story short idea which sometimes doesn't work for me but she worked really hard really hard and and she came back and was ready to play basketball within five months of having a, a hip surgery and going through all of that and 
um, got on the floor and played all but eight games of her sophomore season and, you know, met one of her goals of, of scoring over a thousand points in her career. And she did that by her, her um, end of her sophomore season. And, but I was still wondering why, why was, why had this happened? Why, you know, because when you get hurt, a lot of the colleges sort of step away and wait for you to get better and let's see how you respond and how you get back. And, and no, she wasn't the same player that she was before because normally she's in cross country shape. And, and last year she wasn't because she wasn't able to run cross country and, um, just wasn't back to herself. And, and I, I keep thinking about this verse in that, and, and, and it's where I want to go with us today for this nugget, you know, um, scripture tells us that, that we try to make the plans and, and, and our ways are not his ways and his ways are not our ways. And, and we're not going to understand all of his ways. And, uh, we just have to hold on to this verse right here because, you know, scripture says, um, you know, we, we may make those plans, but he's going to direct the feet. He's going to direct it and, and, and put it into motion the way it needs to be. And, you know, we had all these plans and dreams and ideas and really pushing to, to be, uh, well, the best we could be and, and, and the best she could be. And I think my child started shooting a basketball almost before she could walk. And, um, I think that at times we lose focus when we, when we have our plans and we forget that God's plans are not our plans. His ways are not our ways, but we have to rest assured in the fact that he has plans. Um, he has something for us. If you go back to, to Jeremiah 29, 11 right here, it says, for I know the plans I have for you. You know, that's one thing that we have to know is he knows the plans. We don't. He knows the plans that he has for us, and he knows the the direction we have to go, and and it comes down to a full on surrender for us, and and you know now uh, to relate this back, my daughter's back running cross country this year, and uh, no, she's not as fast as she used to be, and and that's okay because what what we've come to the conclusion of in our house is we're just proud to have her back out there doing it, and maybe it's not God's plan for her to be first or second or or whatever, um, but maybe it's his plan for her to reach out and touch someone else's life while she's out there and, and really begin to show them perseverance and and the power of, of fully relying on God and, and doing the things that that make him great, not, not her great. And, you know, when we look at that in our lives, how many times do we spend the day trying to make ourselves great? How many times do we spend the day wanting to make ourselves look good and and we we could we wake up in the morning and we have plans of what we're going to do for that day and then it just gets blown out of the water and if you're anything like me I'm I'm real stickler for my plans and my ideas and and really want to to hold on to that but sometimes I'm not able to sometimes I'm not able to grab a hold of those things in my life and and make them happen the way I want them to um you know, I come back to this this verse and it says, for I know the plans I have for you. That is his declaration. That is what he's saying to you today. No matter what struggle you're in, God knows what plan. And not only does he know what plan, he has a plan for you. He has something great in store for you. 
He's declaring that to you today. And not only is it a plan, but it's a good plan. He plans for your well-being, for good to happen to you, for sometimes great to happen to you. And it's not that he's not wanting to give you what you want, but it's such a blessing that he's given us what we need in his will and in his way and in his power. You know, when you start thinking about everything that we had planned, I, I will tell you that when I was coming up, I had no plan to be in the ministry or even to be in the um, in the field I work in daily. Uh, I was going to be a teacher and a coach, and, and I was going to go that route. And then when I got into um, school and had surrendered to the ministry, um, I was going to be a preacher. I was going to be a pastor. That's what I was going to do. I had no desire to get a degree in psychology, which is I have a master's degree in psychology. Um, I was just going to be working and, and God showed me through other people that he had a plan. He had an idea um, that he wanted me to go to and be a part of. And it was a plan for my well-being, for my betterment. You know, a lot of us, we, we accuse God of of taking away from us when he's actually just trying to add to us. You know, you go back to Psalm and you, you talk about um, the Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. And you get into that and you, you go on down through that, that passage of scripture. And what does it say about, uh, the valley of the, the, the shadow of death? You know, death is not in that valley. There's just a shadow of it. You know, a lot of times we fear the shadow of what might be, could be coming. And, and we forget that the one that has placed it all in motion is still in control. He still has us in his hands and he's he's guiding the world along with guiding us into the places we need to be. And he goes on and says, this is my Lord's decoration that he has a plan for us, plans for well-being, not for disaster, but to give you a future and not just a future, but I want you to hear this word here. And a hope. He wants to give you a hope for tomorrow. He wants to give you not only the future of tomorrow, but a hope to have in it. And and that's the nugget for today is that, man, we are, we are so caught up in things. And having things and being things and wanting things that we forget that it comes down to a relationship with a, with a person. A savior that has a plan for us, that has wants to give us hope in this world that it's hard to find hope in. You know, I go back to Philippians where we had been in the first two episodes, and um, Paul writes to the the church of Philippi, and he says that he is forgetting the things from the past and reaching forward to the goal of knowing Christ. He's not letting those things from the past bother him because he knows that his ultimate goal is to seek out Christ, to really reach out and, and hold on to that. So today, is, as, 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 as you're going through your day or, or whenever you're listening to this, the nugget for today is that not only does God have a plan for us, but it's a plan for our betterment. Not only just our betterment, but for our future that has hope in it. You know, I had someone say to me the other day, 
And why why are people continuing to bring children into this this God forsaken world? <laughs> because God hadn't forsake the world. The world is forsaking God. And for those of us that are still holding on to him, there's always hope. There's always love. There's always guidance. There's always there's always more. Because he has a plan for more. He has a plan for you and me. So let me pray for you today. Father God, we thank you for this day. We thank you for all the blessings you've given us. We thank you for the hope that you do have for us, the guidance that you do offer us, Father. Father, and I pray for each one that might be listening to this right now, that you just show them that hope. You show them those great plans that you have for them, Father. Father, you show them that love that comes with those plans. We ask all these things in Jesus' name. Amen. Hope to, to have you back listening to me on the next episode. Uh, should be out on Wednesday. Uh, share it. Let me know what you think. Thanks.